Hi guys, welcome to WTSWGS, what they say versus what God says. My name is Martha Kim. Today we're going to be talking about something really interesting titled Choose Your Heart, Comfort, Pleasure and Addiction. This is the first part as it is divided into two parts. And I am sure a number of people are wondering why I put comfort in the same group with addiction. Well, we'll talk about that and then we'll discuss comfort today really briefly. If you have ever faced addiction or you've ever come in contact with someone who suffered from addiction, most of them will tell you that at first they didn't feel shackled. They just felt comforted by that thing. Now, what is comfort? Comfort is one basic human need after food, clothing, and shelter. Comfort is consolation, ease. It's something relieving pain and suffering, a cause of relief or a cause of satisfaction. Now, why would anyone need comfort? There are a good number of reasons like grief, pain, uncertainty, fear, difficulty, sadness, helplessness, or even heartache. Feelings like these are why comfort is needed. Comfort keeps one sane, right? Now, as necessary as comfort is, not everything that offers comfort is beneficial to a believer. For some people, it's just the company of loved ones. You know, it makes them feel comforted. For others, it's food. You know, there's something now called comfort food. Some just want a hug. Others just really want alcohol till they feel almost nothing. There is no way to deal with these things. There's no textbook case for it. But you must know that some things that can comfort you will in the long run take more away from you than what they're offering. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 23 says, All things are legitimate, permissible, and we are free to do anything we please. But not all things are helpful, expedient, profitable, and wholesome. All things are legitimate, but not all things are constructive to character and edifying to spiritual life. This is in the Amplified Version. So we need to watch out. This thing you're seeking, does it edify you? And as the verse specified, I don't mean you as in your body or your mind. I'm talking about the real you, your spirit. These are questions you should ask yourself often. Then you might want to ask, so who should comfort the believer? Hmm. The Holy Spirit. And this is not even a joke. If you can trust him with your emotions, he will provide you with the comfort that you need using any number of scriptures, messages, or even people. Your emotions don't have to be out of control and they do not have to control you. You can surrender them to the surgical power of the word of God and the Holy Spirit in you. John 14, 16 says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter 
that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17 says, The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Praise God. So it's not like God is out to punish you. No, he has said it in his word. He said he will not leave us comfortless. John 14, 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Then John 15, 26 in the Amplified says, But when the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Advocate, Intercessor, Strengthener, Standby, comes, whom I will send to you from the Father. The Spirit of truth who comes, proceeds from the Father. He himself will testify regarding me. The Holy Spirit can be all these things to us and more. Comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, and standby. Thank you, Jesus. So we're not short of options. One other comfort available to you as a child of God is the word of God. The word that never fails. Romans 15, 4 says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. The Amplified Version puts it this way. It says, For whatever was thus written, in former days, was written for our instruction, that by our steadfast and patient endurance and the encouragement drawn from the scripture, we might hold fast and cherish hope. So if anything should be our comfort, it should be the word of God. Seek comfort in God through the Holy Spirit in you and seek comfort in the scriptures. You know, the interesting thing about comfort is that it leads to pleasure. So whatever you seek comfort from, you get pleasure from. Such that you don't only seek it out to feel comforted anymore. You do it because you enjoy it. Now this can go both ways. If you seek comfort from God, that's what you'll get pleasure from. You will seek his presence. You will cherish his presence. It will be ever dear to you. But if you seek comfort from what the Bible calls the fashion of this world, that is where you will seek pleasure from. You will always want more of it. And note that the Bible says concerning that fashion is that it passeth away, that the arm of flesh shall fail, and that only those who trust in the Lord shall renew their strength. They will run and not grow weary. They will soar and not fail. Glory to God. If you follow the world system, you might have a little crisis with your conscience. But ultimately, you will win over it in the guise that you're not addicted to it now. And it's not that bad. This is why you need to be careful. Because stage one is comfort. Stage two is pleasure. And stage three is addiction. David did something really spectacular in the Old Testament. 
in first samuel chapter 30 verses 1 to 6 david and his men returned from being turned away by the philistines from going to war with them against israel only to discover that ziklag their home at that time had been ransacked and burned down with all their wives and children taken captive and their properties looted. His men who had previously been loyal to him up until that point began to talk of stoning him. Verse 6 said, And David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because the soul of the people was grieved, every man for his son and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in, the, in his God. That was when he wrote Psalm 61. His wives and his children were also taken, you know. His property was also taken. His house was burned. He could have despaired and given up on God. He could have fainted, but he didn't. He trusted in God. So that in that moment, when you feel you need comfort the most, you can turn to the Lord and let praise come out of it. This wasn't something David started doing in one day. It was the fruit of a lifetime of trusting God. The Bible calls God our very present help in time of need. So whatever form of comfort it is that you need, he will provide for you as long as you turn to him today. It may not always be the same way every time, but when it comes, you will know that this is his comfort. Peace that the world cannot give you and does not even have. Praise God. I hope you were blessed listening to this episode. Please reach out to me in my email in the description box and get a copy of our newest episode of the Apocalypsis to help you build your faith. Believe me, it is packed full of goodness and wisdom just for you. Reach out if it's for you or if it's for anyone you know who needs one. This free copy is my gift to you. You can follow all our previous episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and like, like, like it. Comment on it and forward the link to all your social media handles. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye.